you, you're the one that can turn them from being a failure uh, to being a success and put them in that first home, they're going to send everybody that they know your way. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. Let's face it, if you've spent any time in the real estate industry, you have most definitely had clients who are not ready financially to make a purchase as large as a home. So in today's episode, we switch things up a bit and talk with St. Louis-based attorney, Charlie Scanlon. Charlie has a passion for and focuses on people recovering from financial and personal hardships. Throughout our conversation, we talk about why, as a realtor, forming relationships with attorneys like Charlie and helping clients fix their finances can pay off big in the long run. Now, before we get into the day's featured interview, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the list goes on. Also, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications when each new episode is uploaded. And lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story to share, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, on to the day's featured interview with Charlie Scanlon, where we talk all about how you can cement yourself as the only agent a client will ever use by helping them through a tough time. So really, the way I like to start everything out is if you could tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, kind of where you're at in the country. Okay. Uh, My name is Charlie Scanlon. Uh, I'm an attorney. Please don't hold that against me. Um, I'm located in the St. Louis metropolitan area. So our company has two offices, one on each side of the Mississippi River, one in St. Louis and one on the Illinois side in O'Fallon, Illinois. Right. And when you reached out, uh, you know, to, to do this, we were talking about uh, that you work with people to repair their credit. And that's something that, you know, a lot of our listeners, the real estate agents, they're dealing with clients that need that financial repair. Right, right. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think a few months down the road, we're going to see a lot more of that. Um, You know, the government's been okay about getting people assistance. um, But I think there's going to be a lot of people that have been in forbearance, both on their student loans and on their mortgages, or that have just missed payments or made other arrangements. But unfortunately, I think there's going to be a deluge of people that need that assistance uh, here probably coming in the fall. Right. So it'll be really beneficial for the agents to really kind of start forming relationships with, you know, the local attorneys and the people that are local to them to be able to, you know, funnel these these clients over and help them get their finances in order. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, the process does take a little bit of time. um, And, you know, I'd like to meet the people that are sending me business. So it's a little bit more difficult to do it these days to to go out and, and meet for a cup of coffee or to meet for lunch. Uh, But things are opening up here in this part of the country a little bit more now. So there is the opportunity to do it. But those those relationships are are nice to have when you're when you're sending business back and forth. Right. So how do you how do you go about forming those relationships, especially from the realist, the realtor side? How can they reach out to somebody like yourself and to form that trust and to really kind of start learning from each other? Sure. Yeah, well, I meet people through my LinkedIn page. Um, I make an occasional visit to networking groups like BNI's, although I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of those. <laughs> I don't know why people love to do those at 7 a.m., uh, but I'm not a big fan of those. And, and for me, um, I'm just interested in meeting the realtor and maybe the loan officer at those meetings. I don't really need to build a relationship with a roofer or a landscaper. So 
Um, that's not ideal. Uh, but just pick up the phone and call somebody. You know, you want to do your due diligence. One of the things about credit repair is that there are uh, there's an element of, shall we say, shady people that are that are in the business that they they think that they can they've picked it up they've done their own. Um, there's so they're they put a shingle out they'll they'll do your taxes and they'll do your credit repair too. And in a lot of parts of the country, there aren't licensing requirements. Um, for credit repair people. Some parts of the country simply require that they post a bond. I think in your state, Florida, that's all that you really need to do is post a bond. Some states, they don't even require that. Uh, I'm an advocate for more stringent licensing requirements uh, in the industry, but you wanna check them out. Check out their Better Business Bureau page. That'll tell you a lot about the people that aren't legitimate or that aren't doing a good job for their clients. Right. And then once when somebody does have a client that does need those services, you know, what's the process like, you know, I, I think there's, like you said, there is that element of shadiness that I think some people have that, you know, uh, that view of things. And so what, what could um, an agent, you know, learn about the process that they can then pass on to their client to make sure that everything is, is good to go and everybody's feeling comfortable about things? Yeah. I, I think that the two most important things are, is that there are they, the process is based on two federal laws: the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Um, so there are legitimate ways to help people, but you don't do it by um, changing their social security number. You don't do it by uh, putting them on authorized user accounts from Eastern Europe. So you want to, you know, listen to what the credit repair company is offering to do. The process should legitimately start with the review of the credit report. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners, you know, one of their biggest frustrations is that people come to them and they say, I've, I've got a 640 credit score on Credit Karma. And then when yeah. they find out it's a Credit Karma score, then they say, well, you may have a 640 credit score. You might have a 580 credit score. Um, so the first part of the process is to, to encourage them to take a look at the report see what's actually there. People are, especially if they got bad credit, they're hesitant to do that. So the realtor can help them to pull the Band-Aid off or they can send them to us and we can help them to pull the Band-Aid off. You know, we can get them a, a good copy of their credit report. And right now, because of the pandemic, annualcreditreport.com, you can pull your report from each of the three bureaus once a week. You're going to be able to do that until April of 2022. So that's a great source of their history. That's a legitimate report. It doesn't give a score. They charge for scores, but we can extrapolate from the history where their FICO score likely is, or their sources out there where we can get the FICO score at little or no cost. But that's really the starting point. And to just spend some time with the client and say, listen, um, you know, for right now, you're probably a no based upon where your credit scores are. But that's just for right now. That, right. that, that, mean, that doesn't mean that you can't um, do a little bit of work. And if you, you know, if you do the things that need to be done three months, maybe six months down the road, you're going to be in a whole different position and you may be a qualified uh, buyer then. Right. Obviously, you know, the laws are always changing and, you know, the rules on all this are always changing. What's been going on the last couple of years and really going into the future that you've seen? Okay. Um, a couple of big changes that are associated with uh, legislation that Congress has passed because of the pandemic. Uh, the first, the very first uh, CARES Act that passed in uh, early on in, in the pandemic amended the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Uh, it 
it amended it to say that if you enter into an accommodation with your creditor during the CARES Act, because of the CARES Act, that they can't report you as late during the dependency of the CARES Act. And it's open-ended. It's not going to end until 120 days after the president says that the natural disaster, they refer to it as a natural disaster, has ceased. So there's lots of opportunity. One, if a realtor has a client that has had those struggles, if they if they made an accommodation, they can use that to talk to the, the bureaus or to talk to the creditor to get late pays taken off because late pays will sting you pretty bad initially. Um, the other thing is that we're teaching people that if they can get an accommodation, they can call up and say, hey, can you waive that late fee that you charged me on that late? Once they make that accommodation, you can then go back to them and ask for the late to be removed because they made the accommodation. The other big, big news, which is recent, was just in the in the most recent legislation to come out of D.C., the stimulus plan, um, is that that legislation says that any um, collection or charge off any debt that's settled from the end of 2020 until January 1st of 2026. Typically, when you settle a debt, whatever amount is you're relieved of. So if you settle a a debt, a $10,000 debt for $5,000, you're supposed to get a 1099C for $5,000 and that's taxable income to you. This latest legislation says that's not gonna be considered income for this time period. So people that do have collections, people that do have charge us, we're gonna be able to to make a big difference for them and to save them the the tax on it as well as to settle the account. Right, so it really does pay, you know, to have somebody like yourself in the realtor's corner to be aware of all these changes and all these, you know, these different uh, programs that are available to people as they come up. Right, right. Yeah. Just because of my my other job, my day job, I, I, I follow what's going on in D.C. and I'm, I'm used to reading advance sheets and I'm used to reading new legislation. I've been doing it for 30 years. So we're looking for things like that and, th- and they can really make a difference for clients. Right. And for that agent, it's so beneficial to be able to, you know, work with those clients. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, you know what, I'm not even going to get involved with a client that isn't ready financially to buy. But if you're the one that is able to walk them through and link them up with somebody like yourself to get them into that home, a lot of these people, it's their first home they've ever bought. And that's a huge, you know, life achievement. And you're going to be that realtor that helped them achieve that. And they're never going to go use somebody else. Oh, they're, they're tremendously loyal customers. You have to put yourself in their shoes. That's a really bad feeling, especially the people that come with their credit karma score and think that they're going to qualify right. and they get deflated, you know, and it's like, they feel like they're a failure. And if you, you're the one that can turn them from being a failure uh, to being a success and put them in that first home. They're going to send everybody that they know your way. You're going to get, they're going to be a great source of referral business. You've got a customer for life. Um, you know, the other thing that the agents should advise them is that it's not only credits, not only about their ability to qualify for a mortgage, but it also impacts um, their, uh, their, what they pay for their liability insurance, both their auto liability insurance and their homeowner's liability insurance. It affects the rates they get when they go and buy a car. So they're not paying those insane interest rates. You know, that some car, you, you, anybody can get a car loan, but you don't want some of those car loans. Um, it also is going to affect what they pay for credit cards and the type of credit cards they're going to be able to qualify for. So it's a whole lifestyle change. Right. You know, if they, not only do they get them into a house, but if they get them into a house and they teach them about credit, they're going to save more money 
they're going to be in a better financial situation. And guess what that means? That means they're more likely to look for an upgrade in a few years. So if you, if you give them these credit tools, you're not only going to get one sale, uh, but if they, if they follow what we teach them, you're going to get another sale four or five years later when they're ready to move into, into a, a, an upgrade. Right. And, you know, talking about that, the, the teaching and um, we were talking earlier before we started recording about just the, the uh, misconception of the amount of time and money it could take one of these agents, clients to kind of work through your process and get them, you know, financially sound. Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's a legitimate concern. I hear that from agents all the time, you know, that, well, my, my customer currently has down payment money, but if I send them off to credit repair and they pay off a bunch of bills, that money might be gone. People don't always even have a lot of collections or a lot of charge-offs to deal with. Sometimes it's simpler than that. But typically, and you know, it's a team sport, so it's going to depend upon what the client does and whether they follow our advice. But typically, people aren't with us for years. Um, there's some companies that that's their business model. They want to keep those folks for years. We don't. We want to get them back to the realtor as fast as we can because we know if we get them back quickly, then the realtor's likely to send their next credit challenge customer our way. So ordinarily, we're talking about hundreds of dollars rather than thousands of dollars for our services. Now, you know, if they've got $30,000 worth of uh, credit card debt, it may be a different situation or it may be that they need a visit to the bankruptcy lawyer that before they come back to the realtor rather than to us. Right, right. And, you know, kind of shifting focus a little bit it, when it comes to personal re- or professional relationships, rather, you know, that's such a huge part of the real estate industry, your industry, you know, just talk to me a little bit about how, you know, important that is to form those relationships with other professionals in the kind of um, collateral, I guess, or, you know, the, the different industries. Yeah. I, I think it's really important. You know, I know when I formed a bond with a realtor, because I'll get the phone call and they say, hey, I'm, I'm really happy with these people you've gotten back to me. Would you mind looking at my credit? That's when I know that I've successfully um, made a friend, if you will, or convinced them that, that I know what I'm doing and that I can get them there. So, and those relationships are great because, you know, I get clients that aren't referral clients uh, that come to me through my website or they come through to me through word of mouth or through former clients. And one of the questions that frequently comes up is, hey, do you know a good real estate agent? We're, we're, we're almost there. Do you know a good real estate agent? So I keep track of who I'm working with and who's doing a good job. And it gives me the ability to offer an additional service to my client as well to say, hey, this, this is somebody good. This is somebody that will take care of you. Right. Yeah. I always think it's so great when people can kind of build that whole um you know, they have somebody in the, in the entire lifestyle process, you know, from the getting their, uh, having the lawyer that can handle things, having the real estate agent. So having all of those, you know, um, kind of bridges connected for them is mm-hmm. so great because that whole chain of people, they're all going to be passing each other business back and forth. Right. Right. And I can, I'm uniquely qualified, if you will, because I've got a toe in, in, in the legal profession as well as in the credit repair business. So a, a good chunk of my referral business actually comes from divorce lawyers, family lawyers. Um, you know, you see, and in those situations, if I'm working with somebody and I'm getting them qualified, uh, frequently sending them out for two home loans rather right. than one, uh, because, you know, they're, they may refinance the marital home. They may not. 
sometimes divorces aren't as um, controversial or, you know, they, they're, they're not going head to head. They stay friends and they, mo- they both might work at the same people with the same people. And, you know, when we talked earlier about um, the fall, that there may be some economic struggles coming. I think we may see more divorces too, just because people have been under the same roof here for the last year. And have really uh, found out, you know, what it's like to live with each other full time. Right. So um, that is a, uh, that's a, a place where you can really help people too. And the realtors can really help people because the lawyers don't always do a good job of educating people about what they need to do to qualify for a home or the time that's involved in finding a house right now. Right. You know, some of these people come out of divorce court with the expectation, I'm going to, I'm going to move next week. Well, good luck with that. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. There's not a, not a whole lot of places to move right now. Right. Right. You'd like to move next week is what you mean to say. <laughs> You're going to move next. Right. Well, and you know, forming those relationships, um, what would you, do you have any tips for realtors that are looking to reach out, you know, that maybe haven't started to reach out to, uh, you know, people like yourself or the divorce lawyers, is there something that they need to bring to the table right out of the gate that can really help, you know, make that good first impression? Yeah, I think one is an, an openness to learn, um, to say, I'd like to be able to, 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 to learn the process and to be help my, and to help my customers. Um, sometimes people think that, you know, they know more than they do. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, oh, you're, you're hopeless. You're, at, you're, you don't even have a credit score. You know, we see those people with thin credit files and those people are pretty quick to help. You've just got to help them build credit. You don't have to clean up the old mess. So to just come with an open mind, um, I, I'm, I'm happy to teach anybody what I know. I'm not, I, I'm not one of these guys that pretends to be some kind of wizard or have secret letters or anything like that. It's not that complicated. Um, there is, believe it or not, there's a big part of this job that's psychology, is that just getting people to believe in themselves and to, to get those, you know, one of the things that I've learned in the last few years that I need to do is to have them monitor their credit. Because when they see those improvements themselves, when they look at them online, um, was it dopamine that's released into your brain? Yeah. They get that buzz. And, and those people are really, really um, more dedicated to what they're doing and they're more successful. You have the other group of people that say, no, no, you look at it. You, you look at it and tell me what it is. I, I don't want to be bothered with that. But there is a uh, one, you've got to get them to know that there's hope. There's hope for everybody. Credit's forward-looking. Um, if the only people that I can't help are people that really legitimately need to visit with the bankruptcy lawyer first. Yeah. And those people I can help a ton after they come out of bankruptcy, people that have just been through bankruptcy, they're not qualified to buy a house right away, but I can, I can build their credit pretty quickly uh, because the, the bad stuff's all gone away pretty much. Um, but to, to just kind of be a cheerleader for the, their clients, too, is, is helpful. And to touch base with them from time to time, you know, just say, hey, where's it? How's it going? What do they have you doing? Well, are you doing that? Because yeah. we do lose some people as well that get a little bit discouraged or they they don't. You know, some people have an expectation. We're going to send letters validating their accounts to the bureaus and everything's going to disappear. That's what they see on social media that these guys represent that they do. And when that doesn't happen, they get discouraged and, and they shouldn't. So. They're really my ally, both the, the realtor and if there's a lender involved already, the lender as well, because there's some questions that I'm going to send them back to the realtor. I'm going to say, that's really a question for your realtor. 
The other thing that's nice about that relationship is that when I hear somebody's out kicking tires, when they say, well, I'm, I'm working with Jane, but a friend of mine has an agent that they really like and they want me to talk to them. First thing I'm going to do is pick up the phone and call Jane and say, hey, Jane, I, just, I can't tell them what to do. I don't know what your contract is, but I just want to give you a heads up that they're out kicking tires. You may want to visit with them a little bit. Yeah. So that's another, you know, and then when the people are done, I send them back to the realtor I, and I send them back with rave reviews for the realtor. Um, yeah. I'm like, you know, the very next call you need to make, you're there, you're, you're in yeah. good shape. Call your realtor, get started tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I think this is always, you know, it's always great to have somebody from, um, you know, the other other side of the equation in these relationships, being able to give tips for our uh, okay. real estate. No, I, I appreciate the time. If anybody's here local happens to hear the podcast, my company's name is Phoenix Credit Consultants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an office in a suburb of St. Louis called Creve Corps, which I won't spell for you. <laughs> we love French names in St. Louis. Uh, and then we also have an office across the river in O'Fallon, Illinois, which is located adjacent to uh, Scott Air Force Base, which is where the military uh, air command is based. Um, feel free to check us out on the website. Feel free to give us a call. Can I get the phone number? Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. okay. Uh, phone number in St. Louis is 314-429-2040. Illinois numbers area code 618-900-6880. Um, it's just, if, if there's any agents out there that are interested in learning more, even if you're not from this area, feel free to give me a call. I'd be happy to spend some time with you. See if there's some ways that we can help to build each other's business. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Great meeting you. I want to thank Charlie for joining us today and sharing his insight on credit repair and how you as an agent can really help your clients not only purchase the home of their dreams, but also set them up for financial success. So once again, if you think you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.